The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Good afternoon, everybody. Eric France and Ajay Salveson. And March 2020 is proving to be Ajay's favorite month ever of all time. I mean, just the, the biggest hits just keep on coming. Is this going to go down as one of your favorite months? How could it not? I tried to take you serious, but look at that damn shirt with that stupid cat and the unicorn camel. It's not a camel. Well, yeah, it is. I think it's an That's, alpaca, maybe. No, it's not. It's a unicorn camel. I don't know. Gabby, did you get a little look at the shirt today? <laughs> don't. Why? Why are you promoting? Why are you promoting this? Don't promote your shirt. <laughs> well, wait. Sorry. So, what? What kind of animal is this? No, then? don't. I don't know. It. I don't know. It's not I a don't. camel. It doesn't have the big hump in the middle. It's smaller. It, like it's not a llama. It, is it well, an alpaca or is it a llama? Kind of looks like a llama. Where the heck did you get it? But it's it's a unicorn. It's a unicorn llama. At, mm-hmm. How much did you pray the drug dealer to get that? Like, what in the world are you doing with that? But you're missing out on what's riding this mythical beast. The cat. <laughs> a cat. A cat. Sorry. And that's it's and not I, any. It's not any cat. What am I missing about this specialty cat? Is that your cat? Dressed up like a unicorn or a, a leprechaun. <laughs> Okay, okay, so what? So it's just some cat dressed up like a, a leprechaun with green eyes. It's Garfield. It's got the little hat, the little bowler cap. Garfield lost some serious weight. You can fit into the clothes now. Rainbow and sparkles. I don't know why. When I first saw you today, I looked. <laughs> Pot of gold. <laughs> oh, there's so many things wrong with that shirt. There's just so many things wrong with that shirt. I never, and the fact that your dad didn't make you adhere to the dress code appropriately just appalls me. Come on now. With everything going on, you need a little levity now and then. I thought this would bring smiles upon the faces of my coworkers And And did it or did it bring more horror looks? (laughs) Because I'm going with the latter here. (laughs) (laughs) Not the former. What in the name is, I just don't get, I mean, it is green, so congratulations, it's says lucky on the bottom. It is St. Patrick's Day. I'm so happy You're for not you. wearing any green. Yeah, I'm you? not I'm not freaking doing it. And you know what? You can't pinch me because it's of sexual harassment. So if you do it, guess what? Well, I can't pinch you because of social distancing. Oh, that's already been that's already been blown out of the wall, yeah. Forget it. Not between you and me. I've been keeping my distance from you. Yeah. I, I regularly yeah, try okay. to keep my distance from you. You don't always adhere. Yeah, it's times it, you invade my personal space. I don't invade. Okay, I'm not sports guy. No, he's not. He's not the bad one in the building about invading personal space. <laughs> hey, uh, a really fun show today. Well, no, sorry, I take that back. A really crappy first hour and a really fun second hour. We got some interesting things breaking happening today. I know. As we, I know. It just it. It's been such a rough day uh, for so many of us. Gabby, myself, we are we're really struggling here, and um. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it we're it, it it's tough times in here in in the Cashfly Radio 
media group right now, and there's some somber moments. No, it's exciting. Things no, are happening. We not, have things to report like, there's on. There's nothing we exciting about what I'm going through personally. Fluid information. Okay, We're not first just of all, around on stale information. I've got. I've. I took a meteor to the eye, and my eye has not been able to see correctly. Like there's three of you right now in my right eye. So there's three yeah. leprechaun cats. Yeah, three. That's why I'm pretty much so annoyed right now with the shirt because I see a cat here, a cat here, and then a cat over here, and you in the middle with this big stupid grin. Can't get it out of my dang head. Uh, no. And then of course, uh, Mountain Crest head baseball coach Steve Hansen will come on at five. Okay, so I'm gonna forewarn you right now, Eric, and I hope. Okay, well, no, I'm not even hope. I'm just gonna tell you that there's gonna be like 35 minutes of just nostalgia where we're gonna talk back in the day baseball, and you're not gonna know what the crap's going on, and you probably won't even care. But your job is to be a really good producer and just get us to break, get us out of break, and then bring us back in. So that's all you have to do, and then you're done for the day. So you're welcome. I'm giving you the second hour off practically. So you can just lay out? You can just lay out. Don't. Please keep clothed. But yes, lay out if you want. Check my phone. Check your phone. Take pictures of my Get on leprechaun cat riding a <laughs> alpaca unicorn. Yeah, you probably would, too. <laughs> Tweet it out. Um, uh, yeah, so we got a lot to get through. Uh, game time with Gabby will be coming up here uh, shortly. Uh, we're probably going to fail at that, too. So that's going to add on to our fun. Um, okay, so... Go ahead. So big news. We're going to get cover this uh, first hour. Okay, so NFL, I don't want to talk about it. NFL clock has really got going this week. Uh, thank goodness. Everybody that has anything to do with sports, their hands are clasped together, looking to the skies, <laughs> thanking the NFL gods for having something to talk about. Uh, the free agency clock is getting underway. Teams can start talking to players and vice versa. We're seeing some trades that are happening to free up cap space or to adjust rosters so then teams know what they can go after in free agency, what they're going to do in, in the draft. And uh, we've already seen some pretty big moves. Uh, two notable quarterbacks on the move today. Uh, one of them, we know for sure where he's going. Another one, there's still some uncertainty, but we know he's on the move. We just don't know where. The first one, um, Chargers quarterback, Phillip Rivers. Gone. Uh, he's going to the Indianapolis Colts. They have reached an agreement, just a one-year, $25 million deal. Um, and uh, the Colts don't have a first-round pick, so that gives them an opportunity to pick a quarterback later in the draft. Uh, to uh, They already have uh, Brissett, um, and then that gives them a chance to have another young quarterback to kind of in the wings. Uh, Philip Rivers um, was uh, came into the league in 2004. He's never he's, as long as he's been in the league, he's never started a Super Bowl. Uh, then the other news today: Tom Brady announcing earlier this morning on social media he is he's done with New England. He's moving on. His destination still unknown. Other organizations are securing other quarterbacks. Teddy Bridgewater well, is on the move. I've seen a couple of reports saying that Tom Brady is 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 the deal's done that he's going to Tampa Bay tomorrow. Right. That seems to be the prevailing things this afternoon. Well, okay, so here I guess continue with the reports and then we'll we'll, we'll get into the analysis of it all. Okay, so here are uh, let, let's hear from a couple different people weighing in on this. So uh, Jeff Darlington, Damian Woody, Adam Schefter 
all weighing in. Why do you have Damien Woody? Just because. I hate that guy. So their uh, their takes on the news as it started to happen today and uh, some of the other things related to Tom Brady's decision. First, Jeff Darlington. Tom Brady now making that announcement across social media platforms, saying to all my teammates, coaches, executives, and staff, Coach Bilicek, Robert Kraft, and the Kraft family, and the entire organization, I want to say thank you for the past 20 years of my life and the daily commitment to winning and creating a winning culture built on great values. He does go on to say that I have benefited from all of you and all that you have given me. I have cherished every opportunity I have had to be part of our team, and I love you for all of that. Our team has always set a great standard in pro sports, and I know it will continue to do just that. Here's the key words here. Although my football journey will take place elsewhere, I appreciate everything that we have achieved and am grateful for our incredible team accomplishments. Tom Brady is leaving the New England Patriots. Okay, so here's Damien Woody. Sounds so dramatic. Holy cow, that, calm uh, down. Uh, Brady looking for another challenge. I think family considerations. I think, you know, aspirations beyond um, just football, the TB12 brand. I think maybe presenting a, a different different challenge. I mean, you're talking about a guy who for 20 years was the, the pillar of excellence as far as the game of football is concerned. And when you've reached the pinnacle that Tom Brady has reached, you're always looking for different challenges. And I think we've now we this day has come where he's turned the page on 20 years of excellence in New England, and we're going to see – you know, Tom moving on to another organization and, you know, being presented with another challenge. Um, it didn't appear that Tom Brady had as many suitors out there as perhaps he thought he would. I mean, do you, or do you think it was really all along the idea was to go to Tampa Bay? No, no, it, and it wasn't. I think the Brady, the Brady party went out there saying, oh, we've got all these suitors, San Francisco, Indianapolis, L.A. Chargers, L.A. Raiders. Uh, team after team after team, when really the case was Indianapolis said, we aren't picking up a 43-year-old quarterback that, you know, ruined our lives. And I guess, I mean, Indianapolis cool still that bitter taste of he played with a quote-unquote deflated football in an AFC championship game and beat us. Uh, L.A. Raiders were already stuck, were already dealing with the Derek Carr situation. They were going to get Derek Carr, um, or excuse me, they were going to keep Derek Carr as their quarterback, so that's done. The L.A. Chargers were dealing with the Phillip Rivers situation. And, by the way, in case you've been hiding underneath a rock, uh, Eric, you've done a great job and great work on this to f- help us understand how much the Chargers do love Jordan Love. They love Jordan Love. They want a chance to be able to pick him up. Whether they have a quarterback in front of him to help lead him in his first year or not, they want Jordan Love. Uh, and then with that, um, I mean, it just, it, I mean, for him to go to suicide... And, and to go play for Tampa Bay, who, by the way, has no offensive line, no weapons, and no running back, but a decent coach in Bruce Arenas. Or Irene, Arians. Or Arians, thank you. Uh, I don't see how this benefits Tom's career. In fact, he's probably going to be done midway through the season because he's going to get hit so much. That NFC def- Those NFC defenses are mean, are physical. I mean, those NFC games are... Are uh, are always for the most part low scoring games compared to AFC 
because of the defensive ability, talent on that side of the conference. Tom Brady's not going to make it through the whole entire 17-game season. I just don't see it happening. He, he leaves one of the softest divisions. Oh, yeah. And oh. Yeah, he's, he's throwing himself into something that, for multiple levels, is not great. So in that division, it's the Saints, Falcons, uh, Tampa Bay. Who else am I missing here? Saints, Falcons, Tampa Bay. Um... All oh, for heck sakes. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm trying to play. Uh, I, I'm just trying because it's, it. it's not Chicago. But, I mean, even alone, you're going to ask your team to keep up with a high-powered offense like the Falcons. So Carolina. So oh, Saints, they're in a quarterback mess of their own, too, by the way. <laughs> yes, they are. Saints, Falcons, uh, Buccaneers, and Carolina Panthers in the NFC South. So here's the thing. Which isn't – I mean, the Saints are really good and everybody else is meh. Yeah. The problem is, is that to get into the playoffs, you have to have a pretty decent. I mean, because the Saints are going to be in it. You know, the Rams will be at least somehow in there. San Francisco's going to be good again. Seattle. Seattle's going to be really good. Seattle's going to be really good this upcoming year. Like it's going to be harder to get into the playoffs in the NFC than it was as an AFC East quarterback. The good news is for you is that Falcons just lost Devontae Freeman, so Matt Ryan has nobody except for Julio Jones to throw to. Uh, the Saints have Drew Brees, but then they lost a tight end, and they're still trying to make things work with a really porous defense. Um, give me the other team again. Atlanta, Atlanta Saints, and who else? And Carolina. Sorry. Thank you. And Carolina, as we just mentioned, is going through a quarterback mess where the Panthers said, "Hey, we're going to let him go to free agency," and Cam said, "Please do not mention me in the same breath as you guys ever again." More or less, paraphrasing, but yes. Yeah, basically saying yeah, he was he's, upset. He can now pursue a trade, and he's like, "It's not what I would. It's not how I would have put yeah. it." So, and but the Panthers yeah, are uh, couldn't make me look the bad guy. The, the Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, which is actually really interesting. I'm happy for Teddy, but it's a really interesting decision. So now Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay. The question now is, what's next for New England? Right, Jared Stidham is not the answer, at least not yet. He's too young. Didn't get a lot of reps. Even when he got reps in preseason, he was uh, he was all right. Not great, but he was all right. Um, I my guess is now Jacoby Brissett sits under a year from Philip Rivers. He goes from being the starting quarterback to like once again being the backup quarterback. He's a cheap option, and the deals coming for Jacoby Brissett, as much as the Colts want to say we want this, this, and this, it's not in your it's not in your control anymore because they're going to give you soft deals. And you're going to just have to suck it up, swallow it, and say we'll take this, even if it is a second round pick, a third round pick and a backup practice player, you take it. You take it. And I, I think I think I could really see Brissett. He was already with New England for a couple of years. He started a couple games uh, after when Brady was sitting in that miss of, the, of, of a suspension uh, for Deflategate, and he performed really well. I could see Brissett going back to New England and being the starting quarterback. Well, yeah, I think that if you're – Brissett, and you just saw this news today that Philip Rivers is coming, and they're gonna—he's gonna be the starter. You're a little peeved, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, like man, what have I done for the last year? What I've been trying to do to help this team out when, kind of last second, Luck decides he's done with football, and everybody was planning on him being the guy. I, I had to kind of step in. Yeah, I. Uh... <laughs> All that being I mean, said, the again, Colts finished seven and nine last year. Here and by the way, we're still not done with the NFL draft. We still need to go to the draft to see who takes who. True. What teams move up to get what quarterback? Where does Jordan Love go? Where 
Joe Burrow will probably go to Cincinnati, which moves out Andy Dalton. So now what is it? By the way, Andy Dalton's another quarterback who's been under extreme incompetent coaching. He's a good quarterback with no good coaching. Alex Smith, a la 49ers in an 04 through 07 or whatever it was. What does what does Andy Dalton do? And then of course you've got Tua. You've got uh, I mean you got uh, two more good quarterbacks in that in that quarterback group that could potentially change options for you of who you want. And Cam Newton, by the way, where does he go? I, I would I would imagine he's he's getting more offers than Tom Brady got. Probably I I don't see Cam Newton in New England. Oh, me neither. It wouldn't work. Uh, just oh, like no, it would styles, not work. Yeah, would it not would work not together. work. Uh, something else to consider with Tom Brady, Adam Schefter, saying it may be more than just football, reasons why he may be headed to Tampa Bay or why he's just leaving New England. I don't think this is a football decision only. I think this is a life decision. This is a decision that involves him his wife, his children, his family, his lifestyle, his TB12 models. So it goes beyond just football. That's so. That's that's not even close. That's Sheffler just guessing. I mean, what? If it's if it's beyond no. football, then why? Again, why would you choose? Well, why would you Tampa go to Tampa Bay? Bay? Why not go to Los Angeles? That's see. That's exactly what I think. Why aren't you going to the Chargers? Where, by the way, home state, family's close. Your mom and dad are there. You can take good care of them. You got a sister there. I think you actually got two sisters there. Tampa Bay has nothing to do with TB12 and his wife and his, his wife and kids. His wife's not like, hey, honey, let's go to Tampa Bay. I'd love to watch you just absolutely get killed every single Sunday for 17 weeks with behind a really bad line. That makes no sense to me at all. My guess is, is that the, the parties or the, excuse me, the options were not as big as what Brady's group made it seem. And Tampa Bay was really that one option you said, we'll take you. You'll start. Okay, so just uh, seeing this from Jim Trotter uh, says uh, the the Chargers uh, made a serious run at Brady, but barring a change of heart by the quarterback, the team believes it is out of the running for him. Uh, that would that mind boggles me why he would leave and say no to L.A., but then he'd want to go. Is it maybe because he doesn't want to face Belichick again, so he was willing to go to the NFC? Because he didn't want to face Patrick Mahomes twice a year. Because he didn't want to face uh, Belichick once a year. Maybe twice a year if you put playoffs into there. Jim Trotter also saying that uh, he's told the Brady camp has led the Chargers to believe he is going to stay back east because of family considerations. You're not... I, I'm not make, it's not making sense to me. The other thing, if he uh, goes to Los Angeles, I mean... Where is he in the pecking order? He's not the king of Los Angeles. Oh, heck no. He's he's lower on the totem pole. If he goes to Tampa, he's the king of Florida. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Until Miami beats him. <laughs> Why, dude, by the way, Miami... Well, he would be one the way, of the biggest stars in this whole state of Florida. Yeah, but across Mi- any sport. I'm just saying, so I'm Wouldn't putting this he? out right now. Miami just got better today. They got better today in in, uh, in trades. And when I'm picking up Kyle Van Noy from the Patriots... Was incredibly huge for them. That's gonna be a good football team. Uh, no, you're right though. I mean, Tom Brady in Florida would own the state of Florida. Give him a key to the to the gates. That's what the case would be. All right, more to discuss and digest from the NFL today. By the uh, way, really quickly, I want to tease this: Bob Sochi, the play-by-play voice of the New England Patriots, will be with us on Thursday. Ooh, we'll have him 
Uh, and he'll give us his take and what, you know, things that he knew, just his take and his thought, the feel in New England right now. What is it? They lost a big linebacker who has Alabama, ties to the state of which yeah, I Utah. Which I just said. Yeah. So there's a lot of connections there. It'll be, we've had him on before. It'd be really good to hear what he has to say. He's really good, yeah. Um, also, an upcoming uh, shows, upcoming segments. We're going to have an interview with uh, Tony Jones tomorrow. He writes for The Athletic. Really interesting piece on The Athletic today about the fractured relationship between Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Uh, we'll get his comments tomorrow, so stay tuned for that as well. More coming up here on the Full Court Press as more moves, more free agency in the NFL. Uh, and, and a former Aggie on the move today as well. We'll update you on that coming up next here on the Full Court Press. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salveson, Full Court Press rolling on. Hey, we forgot to do roll call. we got to get back to this. And I know no one cares and no one will text in, but that's fine. But I just I want to make sure I continue tradition as tradition should be. Roll call. Text in 435-339-0321. Yeah, where are you listening to us? How you hanging on? How you doing? Talk if you're homebound, self-distancing. Yeah, self-distancing. 435-339-0321. Text in. Let us know you're in. Let us know you're there. Let us know you care. Uh, we'll uh, we we got to got some good interviews coming up here in the near future to uh, to help us get through. Just a reminder, by the way, though, starting March thirtieth, okay, that's a Monday. We will go back to doing a one hour show four to five. So uh, I saw today that some midday programming on ESPN has already been canceled or postponed. Yeah, they sh- like, yeah. Pardon the interruption and. Oh, really? PTI? Yeah. Ah, that's too bad. Uh, I, I like that. Around the Horn was the other one. Right? Oh, see, those are two good shows. I love those shows. What uh, You know what's crazy is someone pointed this out, um, that there is a chance, Eric, that in the span of like two months, we could have NBA Finals, NFL Football, if things run as course, NBA Finals, NFL Football, College Football, High School Football, French Open, and golf and high school football, all in and oh, and baseball, all in one month, like one. What did you call that? One span, dude. What we'll go back? Let's we'll go to three hours. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, you, usually we got to fit two hours of all that in if that's the case. Usually, like October and March are some of the biggest months with sports because so many things cross over. Yeah, but. Yeah, what could be coming down the pipe could definitely rival that. You miss sports, don't worry, you'll get it back in a mouthful. So, because hey, in fo- October you got college football, high school football is yep. already NFL in full swing, and basketball, NBA is starting soon. Yep. You got Major League Baseball in their playoffs that are underway. Yeah, yeah. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. Text in. Let us know you're here. Let us know you care. How you How you doing? So the big news is that uh, Tom Brady has announced that he is leaving New England. He is going somewhere else. Um, we've seen some reports that suggest that the Chargers were going after him, but this seems more likely than not from other things that we're seeing that he's most likely choosing Tampa Bay, and he's going to go with the Buccaneers. Um, so 
Not too many suitors out there. Not too many destinations for Tom Brady. No. As, as other teams have already made made their moves for quarterbacks, it kind of limits. Eric, why do you think he, he would say go? no? Right, give me your theory. Why would he say no to L.A. and say yes to Tampa Bay? I, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense, I man. Mean, he's from that area. He's from Los Angeles area. He's from Southern California. You don't want to throw to Melvin Gordon? I, I mean... Big, beautiful stadium, great temperature, indoor stadium, uh, major media market for your things non-football related, and with his wife, I just agencies, advertising, marketing. I mean, that's the hub. I mean, that's that and, is and, the biggest place. I mean, yeah, outside I, of. New York. And TB12 would just grow beyond understanding. TB12 would be incredible. Yeah. Uh, weird. Yeah, I just I, – I think the, the football situation is better in Los Angeles than it is in Tampa Bay as well. But there are other reasons that are out there. Apparently, he feels like staying on the east, eastern side of the United States is better for him and what, his, what he's involved in. Okay, I wish him the best. Yeah, if that dude, look, if you want to die there, that's fine. Just don't expect to ever smell the playoffs for the rest of your career in Tampa Bay because you won't. I can promise you that. But the the big question now is, what does uh, the New England Patriots or what do the New England Patriots look like? Uh, Ah, moves do they make? What's their quarterback situation going to look like? Yeah, do they have something in place? In trades, or are they going all out for the draft? Look, the last time Belichick coached the season without Tom Brady, they went 11-5. and They lost a tiebreaker to the Miami Dolphins, so they didn't make the playoffs. Only the second team at the point in time, second team in NFL history to be 11-5 and and not make the playoffs. The guy knows how to coach, but we're going to find out. I mean, you just lost Kyle Van Noy. You lost Tom Brady. We're going to find out how really good of a football coach you are there, big guy. Other news today in the NFL, former Aggie on the move. And this is, you know, I'm happy for him. Maybe not the best destination, but I'm happy for him. Who's this? Kyler Fackrell. Oh. Leaving the Green Bay Packers, and he's heading to the New York Giants. What in the name are you doing, young man? Uh, it's, it's a free agent deal, and uh, he gets a, uh, it's a one-year deal. Um, hang on now, i got to double-check that. Yes, it's a one-year deal for about $4.5 million. $4.6 million. Wow. So. Well, he's going to get a lot of tackles because nobody else can over there. Good for him. <laughs> hey, by the way, 9315 texted in. Randolph, Utah, he says he's is where he's listening from. Randolph. Man, Randolph. I'm, holy cow. We have a great reception over here then. Uh, but I used to be a wrestler with uh, Lofthouse and Coach Davey Swenson. As their coach, he says that you should have Coach Luke Lofthouse on your show again. I just talked to Luke about two days ago. Um, he's doing really well. He's uh, getting ready for nationals and such. So, uh, yeah, maybe I'll, uh, I'll, I'll tell Luke that uh, he's due for an interview with us again. He's, he's great. He's obviously one of the greatest wrestlers ever in state history. Um, and uh, really, really good human being. So, yeah, we'll see if we can snag him again. Thank you, 9315, for texting in. That's what we want. We don't know who do you want to hear from. Yeah. Yeah, roll call, and who do you want to hear from? Like, well, we have eight weeks of what the crap do we do? 
And I know you love Game Time with Gabby. That's your number one selling segment. But we need good interviews. So, I mean, Coach Hanson tonight. I'm going to work on Bob Soshi, of course, of New England Patriots. Uh, you got Tony Jones tomorrow. I hopefully will have a former local coach on with us here in the next few couple days. I'm working on that. Uh, working on a certain championship team up in Preston. Yes. Oh, and you you have a very special guest, you said. A leading expert. Yeah, uh, and a very intelligent expert. His name is Elmo. Ajay Salveson. Okay, stop it. Two seven seven six. More AJ Knight. Two seven seven six. Please do not text AJ Knight again. <laughs> no, I love AJ. AJ's AJ's a great, great, great uh, with uh, his energy and his knowledge of sports. So uh, yeah, that you know that time where we did it, like the little three person thing. What do you call that? Three tag team. Trio. Trio. Yes, trio. Good word. Uh, trio. It's maybe we'll have to do sometime with AJ Knight again. It's a good word. Trio. Better than that other word you used. Okay. I didn't know what. Okay. No, I thought that's what it meant. Okay. Calm down. And thank you for correcting me. Yeah. Okay. So Philip Rivers is going to the Colts. Uh, that's, that's the big news. Looks like Teddy Bridgewater is headed to the, the Panthers. And it looks like the era of Cam Newton is over in Carolina. Um, and uh, Cam Newton, not really too happy about it. but and, uh, So he, he's, he'll be available. Here's uh, some comments Adam Schefter made about Carolina. Uh, moving on. Cam Newton went to social media and said that he did not request a trade that the Carolina Panthers basically told him that it would be like this. And he said this was put on him. This was not something that he chose. So clearly the Carolina Panthers are interested in moving on from Cam Newton at this point in time. And it'll be one more quarterback added to the mix of offseason quarterbacks who are available. So, because Cam has an injury history, doesn't he? Yeah, with con- bit, yeah. Yeah, general shoulder, I think he had a couple of concussions, foot, and so I could see why Carolina wants to dump it. I just hope Carolina had a better backup plan than Teddy Bridgewater, and then that better backup plan didn't work, and so they fell to Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. If that makes sense, like uh, I, I kind of feel like Bridgewater though kind of revived his name in the NFL when he was the backup quarterback for the Saints. Yeah, when Drew Brees was out. Of course, he stepped into a great organization that was built for success. With loaded and offensive did, talent, too, And he did way. a good job. He was yeah. a good part of that. He kept it going. He didn't let that uh, fall apart while he was there. So I think he kind of rejuvenated his own name. But uh, I don't know. Uh, hopefully it works well for him. It was mediocre success in Minnesota with Bridgewater. At best. Uh, so, uh, I don't know. Hey, but where, see, does, where does Cam Newton go? I mean, I, that's see, that's another question. Is he needs to go somewhere where it's warm climate, or else he's not going to succeed. Like, if you put him in New England, he's going to fail. If you put him in, I mean, who else needs a quarterback? By the way, starting quarterback, Colts have got one. Who? Uh, I guess New York doesn't. Jets or Giants? But yes, they do. Both of them do. Uh, yeah. Because Sam Darnold's in Jets. Or is it Daniel Jones is in? Yeah, Daniel Jones Giants. is the young one that they. Feel like could be their future, but Chargers? Or are they like, nah, we ain't, well, we maybe. good? If they don't get, if they don't land Tom Brady, then maybe they look to Cam Newton. And then 
if they change draft, their offensive philosophy, and if they slightly. draft Jordan Love, then they use Cam to teach Jordan. I, Cincinnati. Oh yeah, well Cincinnati. If they get Joe Burrow, forget that idea. Yeah, that's that's true. That's that's the thing, Eric, is that the NFL draft hasn't even happened yet, and uh, who drafts what quarterback is going to change the entire thought process for a lot of football teams. I mean, you think about it. 25, 26 teams have a legit idea of where, who their starting quarterback, quarterback is going to be. But the other six are thinking, man, if we can get this guy in the draft, we're set. We're set. Um, and so, it, like I said, I don't know, maybe it's too early. When is the draft, by the way? April 23rd and 25th, is that right? So we, uh, we're we're like still that, over yeah. a month away. Yeah. Near, near the end of April. Still a month away, huh? That's that. That's, yeah, that's a for, long and I think it's, time. I like that the NFL does free agency first. Yeah, me too. No, no, I think it's a good idea. I'm the, with the you. NBA. It's it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. But I like that you do free agency first. Then you can, when the trade come or excuse me, when the draft comes around, then you really know what holes you have or where you need to be aggressive to move up or if trade to move down. Because you you've got a better idea of what you already have. Yeah, fair enough. So I give the NFL credit for that. Uh, news today, shifting from the NFL to the NBA, news today that four Brooklyn Nets players tested positive for the coronavirus. One of them was a symptom, had some symptoms. The three others were asymptomatic, much like Donovan Mitchell. But we've learned today that uh, later this afternoon, Kevin Durant is one of those that has tested positive. Says he's feeling fine. Uh, kind of like Donovan Mitchell was, and but he did test positive. The uh, they're saying that there were when the the team was in San Francisco preparing to to play against the Warriors last week is when some of those tests started happening. Or they started looking at that. So timeout. Even without fans in the building, the Nets and the Warriors were going to play, and the Warriors had three players who were positive. Could you imagine? I could you imagine what would have happened? The the Nets had four four players, one sorry. of them on the bench. Oh, okay, but. sorry, four. But could you imagine, man, in an empty arena, you're trying to avoid the situation, but you're playing a basketball game for what is it, forty eight minutes of basketball? And <laughs> Yeah. I mean it could have been so much worse if they wouldn't have canceled it. Did, you follow the uh, the replies to Adrian Wojnarowski when he first reported it this afternoon? Yeah, I'm trying to avoid Adrian Wojnarowski because I still have a problem with him. Everything that I saw, granted, I follow a lot of people who follow the Jazz, like the Jazz. Sure, you should. I saw a lot of people replying to saying, but they didn't play Rudy. Oh, they yeah. Played, they didn't play against the Jazz. Well, because didn't Did I heard- someone irresponsibly touch other people? <laughs> it's a good point. Look. Wojnarowski went after Utah Jazz and did it in a careless, irresponsible way. Because these are the first NBA cases that are wholly unrelated to the Utah Jazz. Yeah. Because even the guy in Detroit, you could be connected because the Jazz played Detroit on their road trip. So you know what this means, right? Like the whole, hey, we're going to be back in eight weeks. Can't wait to play basketball. Yeah. Yeah, you can hold tight on that now. Yep. That's not going to happen. So wait, I don't know. It still could. I, I dude, 
you're opti- you're more optimistic than I am then. Cause this thing ain't done yet. I mean, you're gonna have it in two weeks, and hopefully by week four, things will finally be on the downhill of this. But I mean, that's hopefully Eric by week four. And by week four, we're staring at freaking mid-April. Yeah, we're staring at mid-April by then, man. And that, and by the way, that's only that's only the first four weeks of the of the ban. So then you check in the other next four, and you're already a week away from Memorial Day. Oh, man. Yeah, it's unlikely. It's not looking good. That's going to happen when they when they originally thought it would. Not great, Bob. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you said uh, there's an article on uh, on the Utah Jazz and Tony, written by the great Tony Jones, who we'll have on tomorrow around 5 o'clock uh, to talk about uh, the situation. Don, the title of the article from The Athletic from Tony Jones is, Yes, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert have to work on their relationship. Uh, really good stuff here, actually. This is, this is really good. In fact, it goes through the Good Morning uh, America interview that uh, Robin Roberts had with Donovan Mitchell. Um, just kind of a, a play-by-play, Will, of, of what happened in this relationship and why it's got to the point where the two were I don't know if they're on speaking terms I have no idea if they're snap gramming or insta facing or click clocks or whatever that is on social media like, I have no idea but they're not speaking no um, which scares me yes uh, here's uh, some of the things from his piece uh, collectively, Mitchell and Gobert and the remainder of the Jazz will need to take this hiatus to deal with their own crisis. Uh, he details some of the, the veiled jabs that Mitchell had in his post, the way he responded to Robin Roberts' questions. Um, but he did say that, um, you know, the... He says the reports of and of recent days have been multiple and confirmed through the athletic, sourcing that Mitchell has been frustrated with Gobert in relation to his positive test. Which again is is I can I can understand it, but still seems a little immature the way he's reacting to this. No, it is. And by the way, he's gotta remember that you gotta be back to playing basketball here at some point. So um, get over yourself, make a phone call, talk it out, go eat some food at a restaurant, Donovan, you pay, shake hands, give hugs, and uh, let's get back to being teammates again. Because this can't be hanging over your head with a playoff chase on the way. Or especially, Eric, if they skip the regular season and go straight to playoffs, definitely can't be hanging over your head. So someone needs to man up and talk to the other doom, other human being. Yeah, really he's gone out of his way to apologize. He's made some significant financial contributions. Yeah. Uh, like what Tony Jones says, it's a marriage that has to work for this specific roster to work. It's a marriage that doesn't work for the Jazz without one or the other. By the way, Adam Scheffler just reported Tampa Bay is the expected landing spot for Tom Brady, barring anything unforeseen. Sources tell me and Jeff Darlington 
There's no signing date or announcement officially set up, but Brady's expected to be a Buccaneer. I just don't understand why. What the heck did Tampa Bay offer him? A hot tub in the house? Like, I don't get it, man. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why he's going to Tampa Bay. Good for him. Enjoy that. You're going to have a short career there. Yeah, I, I'm still a little baffled by it. But there are obviously reasons beyond just football why he would choose to go there. Because <laughs> the first time you can officially sign is tomorrow? Or is it on Thursday? I think it's Thursday, isn't it? The Bucks could announce it tomorrow, but then not sign until Thursday. Who the fetch knows? I this is stupid. Twenty twenty's been so horrible to me. My man Kobe Bryant dying. Coronavirus. I took a meteor to the eye and I can't see. And now Tom Brady's leaving the Patriots. It's been a rough it's been a rough uh, r- rough year so far. And we're only in March. Really in March. That's the worst part, actually. Really in freaking March. I don't, I don't expect the world to feel bad for me, but I hasn't been great. Uh, it's been a weird year, definitely. All right. Uh, we got to get the game time with Gabby, though. Yes, we do. We need to find out what's uh, this week in the NFL as well. It's, it's busy time of the year. And when we come back, game time with Gabby coming up next right here on the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. I'm John Shrippen with NFL Network now on the Westwood One Radio Network. The Texans sent star receiver DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals. Houston is also sending a fourth-round pick to Arizona in exchange for running back David Johnson, a second-round pick, and a 2021 fourth-round pick. NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport tells us the Cowboys have reached an agreement in principle with wideout Amari Cooper. It's a five-year, $100 million deal for Dak Prescott's number one receiver. The deal for Cooper includes $60 million guaranteed. Rappaport, along with our Tom Pelissero, are also reporting the Vikings are trading wide receiver Stephon Diggs and a seventh-round pick to the Bills for 2020 first, fifth, and sixth-round picks and a 2021 fourth-round pick. And the 2020 draft will proceed as scheduled April 23rd to 25th and will be televised, but it will no longer include public events in Las Vegas due to the COVID-19 pandemic. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson, and Gabby, the intern. Game time with Gabby. Uh, coming up next hour, we've got an interview. We've got a special guest coming in. Yeah, really knowledgeable guest. Wait, which guest are you talking about? <laughs> a really knowledgeable guest. That you, you asked for up. it. You asked for that last night, by the way. Uh, yeah, no, uh, head baseball coach of Mountain Crest High School, Steve Hansen, will join us here on the Full Court Press and like I said, Eric is just going to sit back, 
take pic- selfie pictures of a shirt for like 40 minutes because, I mean, we are going to like – but the problem is is that Steve's got so many embarrassing stories about me that he's probably going to let him out on the air just for kicks and giggles. So I'm going to ask everybody to turn off the radio at 5 o'clock. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, time for game time with Gabby. Uh, Gabby, the intern, has got some questions loaded up for us, and we will try to do our best to not suck at it again. Anything before 1930, we're screwed, though. (laughs) (laughs) All right, don't have a lot of time, so... Go ahead, Gab. Let's get into it. Okay, question number one. Who was the shortest player in the NBA to win a slam dunk competition? Spud Webb. Uh, Oh, was it Spud? Yeah. Oh, okay. Think of the guy that was for... uh, Played on Boston. Um, What was his name? Just a few years ago, not too many years back. Nate Robinson? Yeah. I guess he no he didn't he played, he played for, for the, Knicks. the Knicks yeah that's what he's most known for yeah Spud Webb owned that thing okay question number two who was the Super Bowl MVP in 1979 and 1980 oh was it Terry Bradshaw yeah. oh yeah you beat me to it yes Terry Bradshaw okay question number three who won the most Super Bowls in 1970 in the 1970s. Like team wise, yeah, Cowboys. No, 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 in the no, 70s, no, 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 no. It, it was the Steelers. Steelers. Yep. Okay. Question number four. I don't know. Who was the youngest player in the NHL of all time? Oh, I have no idea. Alex Ovechkin. No. Sidney Crosby. No. Wayne Gretzky. No. Oh, I don't know then. Armand G. Doolin. She didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I don't. I don't. I was pretty close. Armand? Or, or, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> what, what was his last name? Uh-huh. <laughs> don't do that to her. That's so mean. <laughs> I, I'm trying. I've been trying for What's his this last entire name again? time. <laughs> Just really but he was 16. Almost. Oh, 17. wow. Okay. Who scored the most goals by a single person? player in a professional soccer game? Uh, Ronaldo? No. Pele? No. Ooh. David Beckham? No. I, I don't know. That's only two guys, three guys I know. <laughs> Archie Thompson. Alright. Learn <laughs> something new. Okay. On August 16th, 1920, what baseball player died by getting hit in the head by a pitch? Oh... I don't remember his uh, name. I remember hearing the I've, story. Yeah, I've heard of the I've, story. I've read the story. Yeah, I don't remember the name though. It was Ray Chapman. He was hit, he was hit by Carl Bates. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That was the last one. That was the last question. We just did that in three minutes. Yeah, that was the last one. Helps when we knew the first three answers. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So wait, the most Super Bowls in the seventies belonged to the Steelers, huh? Steelers. And Bradshaw went back to back MVPs. They had a dynasty role in there for a while. Yeah, good stuff. Thanks, Gabby. Yeah. Thank you, Gabby. That's good. That's good stuff. All right, quick time out here in the full court press, and when we come back to tease for next hour, special guests coming in. Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the full court press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. Eric Franson, AJ Salveson. I've uh, got this text in about Tom Brady. The debate no, don't read it from a Tom. 12-year-old. No, it's he's a 12-year-old. 
He's not. He, he's helped the show before. Noah. Yes. What? Yeah, he's done stuff for us down here before. Oh yeah, he has. It's reliable sources. But this is oh, this is not reliable sources. Okay, Tom Brady going to the Buccaneers makes a lot of sense football wise because they have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Brashard Perryman at wide receiver. OJ Howard at tight end who is solid. Their defense over the last six games of the regular season finished I can't top you're ten. This. Their defense is young and is only going to get better. Okay, yeah, I'd love to have great receivers, but I need like three seconds bill to see where my receivers are going before I get mushed. Which is exact. I mean, Tom Brady's going to be part of the grass by week five. TB12 can't save him. Not in Tampa Bay. He's done for. Look, I, I, great. I mean, congratulations. You're going to Tampa Bay, but you're going to Tampa Bay to lose. Come on. This is the guy who <laughs> you've been defending Tom. No, stop it. Don't his, turn this on me. Don't you dare turn this on me. I've eternal been playing style. I've been dagging on him that he's on borrowed time for the last few borrowed years. Time. And you're like, no, he's great. He's, he's healthy. Great. He's when the you're best going quarterback. To a bad organization, that's just James Winston. He can Winston. deal with it. James Winston's awesome. the greatest college quarterback to ever come out of the now college gonna, ring since 2010. Now he's going to go to and Tampa Bay. He couldn't Bay even survive and, in Tampa Bay. He's not, all of a sudden, he's trash. No, don't you dare flip that on me. That is so unprofessional. No, it, no, no, don't flip that on me. I was talking about if he goes to a team with a quality team. This is not a quality football team. I don't hey, care what 14-year-old Noah Russell Let's talk says. high school baseball and how COVID-19 is affecting high school sports. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Whether you agree with it or not, the NFL is being aggressive in maintaining as much normalcy as they can in the offseason. Yesterday, they announced that they would hold the draft on time. It won't be a normal draft, but it will provide a lot of content on a barren sports landscape. The NFL draft, in many ways, revolutionized the way sports leagues can make events out of non-games. Back in the day, it was done by phone. Then they graduated to hotel ballrooms, to medium-sized venues like Radio City Music Hall, to taking over entire cities like Philadelphia and Nashville. It's disappointing to lose that live audience in Las Vegas, but it's a no-brainer from a public health standpoint. I'm curious to see what the NFL's TV partners will do to spice up the telecast. The ratings are always big on draft day anyway. They'll be even bigger this year. Like everything else in American life, it'll be different. But hopefully, we can make the best of a bad situation. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.